Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Press Start Podcast. I'm your host, James, joined today by my fellow gamers and co-hosts, Brody. Hello. And Shannon. Hello. We can positively tan there, James. Thanks. I don't think there's a video component to this oh. podcast at the moment anyway. Can imagine so it's a lovely salmon complexion yeah. at the moment. I'm a strange colour today. I don't know what it is, but we'll go with it. It's just something fun and dynamic to expect on every episode that I host. Um, so anyway, on the show today, we're going to discuss uh, my shining review of Resident Evil 4's Separate Ways DLC. Uh, I should have said glowing, not shining, but that's okay. <laughs> Reforms to the classification of video games in Australia, possible changes to Game Pass pricing, and a third Star Wars Jedi game being on the way. So, but to get everyone warmed up a little, um, <laughs> break the ice a bit, what is everyone, how are we all feeling tonight on this cloudy night? Not bad. In it's w- it's, by the week, I fear. It's rather balmy mm. over here, actually. It's uh, quite muggy in my little shed. Yeah, well, that's... <laughs> You have affectionately called it Ball Soup City before, so... I, uh, it, it is known to be. In in the thicker yeah. summer, it is Swamp Ass City up in here, so... Delicious. Mm. Yeah, amazing. I could sell Shannon my shorts and he would buy them. Let's be real. Yep. <laughs> yep. We We're all working in the wrong profession, I think. Um, so, yeah, anyway, moving on. <laughs> that was really good. I feel, I feel closer to both of you already. Um, obviously, I really just wanted to quickly speak about the Resident Evil 4 DLC. It came out last week. I feel like it came out to, like, little to no fanfare, uh, $15 Australian. Um, but it's really good. And uh, you can read my review on the site right now. Um, but obviously, it plays... Have you guys played RE4? Like, have you played much of it? Yeah, like, or, half, I reckon. First hour, maybe. Okay. So, like, the like basically, about, I would say, a third into the game, you would probably meet this character, Ada, and she was obviously from Resident Evil 2. Uh, but th- this DLC basically lets you play as Ada for, like, the entirety of RE4. Like, it's her side of the story. Um, and it's really interesting because it, like, recontextualizes a lot of the cutscenes from the main game. Um, and it also incorporates a lot of stuff that was cut from the main game, I guess, that they've kind of saved for this. Um, and put it in, and it works really well. Um, so I really recommend it. I think fifteen dollars is really good. I think they could easily get away with charging you can't get anything for fifteen for it. bucks these days. Can't get nothing for fifteen. I agree. You go to Coles, and bread is like seventy dollars. So like, <laughs> it's like inflation, you know. Um, but yeah, really, really solid DLC. I really recommend it. It's actually almost as long as RE three was. Uh, so I think like that is in a- alone is like kind of mind-boggling. So it's like um, two to three hours or something like that? It's actually five to six. Oh, but how quick can you get through it? Well, my fastest is one hour fifty now, but um, I'm taking a break. Is it, it's like action-orientated, <laughs> isn't it? Like, she has proper guns and stuff. I mean, everyone has... Leon had guns too, but, like, <laughs> it's... Um, is, it, is it less scary? Nah, there's still some horror bits, for sure. Like, she still goes through some some pretty scary stuff. There's also uh, a lot of, like... Because, obviously, she's a spy, so there's a lot of... The opening level is very James Bondy almost, with how, like, the corniness of it, even the music and stuff. Um, they're definitely riffing off a lot of the, like, Mission Impossible James Bondy kind of vibe for the first two chapters. So, it's yeah, like, it, it's, it's a good... Yeah, I say, yeah, I said that in my review. Like, I think it is, like, a really good mix of you know, the action horror 
like I guess blend that RE4 has, especially the remake, um, and it's, it definitely carries that like throughout its it, runtime. So, is there any more to the DLC than the single player component? Does it add anything else in terms of like? Because is, is there like a mercenaries mode in this in RE4? There is. There is a Mercs mode, so now you can play as um, Wesker and Ada, which is really cool. Um, Wesker doesn't have a knife because he can just punch everyone. It's really, really fun. He's super mm-hmm. overpowered. Um, and obviously Ada uh, has a grapple hook and stuff because in the original game, obviously, if you, if you stun someone, you can run up and kick them and all that. But with Ada, she can also kind of grapple to them from a distance and like melee from a distance, which is really cool. Um, kind of just changes the flow of battle a little bit, but not too much. Um, but yeah, like overall... It's definitely, the, I think the Merc stuff is actually free. So if you update the game now, like that's all there for you. I'm very certain. Um, but separate ways, the actual story element is um, yeah, the paid part. Anything new for the REverse fans out there? No, it looks like um, those uh, the, that player base will be left hanging. There's no more content packs, I don't think, coming for that. Um, there is, I think that they're still going to remake them going forward um, based on the way this ends because um, it does end differently to the way that the original separate ways ended. Um, I do think there's an RE5 remake on the way, which like I really didn't. Yeah. I didn't really think that I thought where, they'd be done with the remake. Where train. will they stop? Where will they stop at that point? I don't know. I think we'll get a remake of seven after that. Skip six. Cause it was that bad. Well, six is like, like story-wise, you can kind of skip six, and there's no no problem there. Poor you know? six, five, I think. Yeah, they can really go either way they want, but I think they're definitely teasing a five remake in this too. So, yeah. Do you think through? Do you think through remaking all these games, they can make six matter again? Uh yeah, I think so. They made so a lot of things matter in all these games, so that they could definitely do it if they wanted to. Um, I personally am like ready for like a new game. You know, like mm. this is the first time in a long time we haven't had an idea of what's coming because of leaks and stuff. So we're very much blind now. Um, and if I had to pick, I think I want to see that all the stuff that happened at the end of Village um, kind of wrapped up. So, yeah. Glorious. Um, yeah, mm. I do need to finish RE4. Every time I go back to it for a few hours, I enjoy it. It's mm. a good game, Shannon. That's why. It is. So. Game Absolutely. of the year contender, some might say. Uh, yeah, I reckon. But we'll see. Mm-hmm. We always know how Your it goes. Are allowed. Oh, my God. It's a new game. We all know it's a new game. Anyway, while we're talking about nothing related, let's segue to our next topic. Um, so basically, I think it was today, maybe even the day of recording, that it was announced that there will be some reforms to how games are classified in Australia. Uh, it's nothing, I guess, as intense as, say, like, R18 games aren't allowed anymore or anything like that. Um, but in beginning September 2024, um, there will be new guidelines, which means that any games will receive an automatic R18 rating if they feature simulated gambling. And... It also means that there will be a minimum of an M rating for any game that carries in-game purchases with a chance element. So, like, I guess any loot box kind of situation. Um, obviously, I don't. I, I I would love to know how this works for, say, like a game like Pokemon, which has casinos. Like, does a Pokemon game 
automatically become an RE team game? Or is it more, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of like Roblox as well. Like that, that there's no, there, there can be gambling games in that too. Um, what do you all think? Uh, yeah. Do you think this will change anything? And like, if so, how or why not? No, I, I don't think it'll change anything unless it is like you said, like Pokemon and games like that, that have like any kind of gambling element. So with the Pokemon um, ones, is the gambling in those games, like you put real money in and stuff like that? I don't think so. Um, It'd just be like a simulation. That's sort it? of how I interpret this. Like it would be like, get like, you know, mobile apps that where like you play Texas Hold'em against real people and like you put your own money into buying and stuff like that. That's sort of what I envisage and like slot machines that you can sort of put your money into and stuff. Not necessarily like if GDA or something, like GDA will be uh, for other reasons, but it's not because it has a fake cons- a casino that you can put your digital money into. Like, I don't know, I, maybe I'm misinterpreting it, but I sort of don't take it to mean anything that has casino elements. Because I mean, like WarioWare would have like a slot machine game in it or something like that, surely. Is that R all of a sudden? Yeah, that's what I, that's that's my question too, for sure. Um, mm. I also, yeah, like I don't think, like I say, a parent picking up FIFA would all of a sudden not buy it because it's M. Because I think this is a blue M, right? Which is not even a restricted rating. You know, it's a it like you can still buy it like a blue M game, same as a Star Wars or a Marvel movie. You know, mm. um. Even Pokemon now, I think when Pokemon comes out, it's always PG with, and the, the descriptor is like gambling references. So like, I don't know, like if this will change much, to be honest, um, I, and and I don't sort- think it will change. Yeah. Oh, and with the sort of games we're talking about being probably largely digital audiences, like you've got obviously, um, all the mobile games we're talking about, like, unless people like really get into like the parental control side of things, like you're not really going to stop kids for, I guess, from downloading these, are you? Like, I, I don't think they... Like, I don't think these apps prompt you to prove your age from the start, do they? I think a lot of them might be, like, having some kind of agreement, you know. And yeah. which but, I mean, it's like, you can get around yeah, that like yeah. you can, like, a of YouTube course. account. Yeah, so. Yeah. yeah. Where there's a, um, there's a way. Absolutely. Regardless, I don't, I don't think it changes anything. Like, if, if, say, FIFA is rated an M, like, even if, like, well, I think back to when I was buying GTA and stuff as, like, a 12-year-old, like, it never stopped me and it was a lot stricter then than it is now, I feel. So, yeah, I just can't imagine this having any kind of impact, to be honest. And if people want to buy things, like, they're just going to they're gonna do it. Like, as scummy as it is, like, it, it exists throughout life in entirety, like, no matter what industry you look at. Um, in toys, with, like, any toy that you buy is, like, what do you call it? Like a lucky dip type thing, Pokemon cards. Like it's ingrained in literally anything that we um, think about and it's mainly targeted at kids from a young age. So I think it's good that they're trying to do something, but unless they like outright ban it, like I don't know what they can do about it, to be honest. It's also like, I also think there's all in all kinds of other things you start thinking about like Pokemon cards, like they're gambling, you know? Yeah, I agree. It's yeah, well, it's can, everywhere. There's, yeah. They're there's they're really loot boxes no, with a I'm chance element. <laughs> yeah, Pokemon yeah, cards would, would so get an M, <laughs> an automatic M. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no way to buy out. Maybe, um, but, but yeah, like I um, it'll be interesting. I, I would love to see this change by interesting habits. I can see like some pe- like especially parents buying say FIFA for their kids. We're like, oh, gambling. Like that might be like <sighs> this like kind of fear mongering vibe. To- I'm not saying it's correct or right, but like I st- I can see that maybe happening for some people. I just um, think. The the times where, like, kids are legitimately spending thousands of dollars on these things, like, 
must be so small in comparison to like the actual amount of people using them the right way. Like if someone wants to make the choice, uh, you'd have to, my point is like, you would have to like say you're going to ban gambling in entirety, like casinos, slot machine. Like, do you know what I mean? It's no different. Like at least you're getting something in return. If you buy something on FIFA, like it might not always be the best thing, but like, you're not probably not going to lose your house. Like I'm sure there probably have been instances where that's happened, but I feel like, yeah, it's, it's not the same level of gambling in my opinion, like it's predatory, but yeah, I think there's bigger issues in the gambling space in the world, to be honest. Mm. It's interesting though. I feel like Australia is not the first place to sort of come down on this. Was it Austria maybe, or someone else came down really hard on this type of thing? Um, I think there was some, yeah, I know what you mean. Somewhere it was somewhere in Europe. There was definitely, um, I don't know. Like, yeah. Uh, like I know so many of my friends and family are FIFA players and like they will buy two or three different things um, like FIFA premium packs and stuff. Like I do feel like 98% like they're just doing it to to do it buy a few, like they're not going out of control with it. So it's going to be a tough one, but I'm keen to watch it. I don't think the rating changes anything though, to be honest. I think you're right. But you know what might change something? is Game Pass going up in price, potentially. I don't think it will change anything for me, but it might change something for some people. Um, so, obviously, Tokyo Game Show happened last week. Uh, Phil Spencer was speaking to um, a lot of people, <laughs> I think. Um, but one thing that obviously got picked from all of it was um, he spoke to a Japanese publication and made a statement about the price rise of Game Pass, um, potentially. So obviously nothing has been confirmed yet. And I think it did just go up recently or maybe like not recently, but you know, I'd say the last three to four years potentially. Um, So obviously nothing's happening right now, um, but he had the following to say, although the main premise is to provide more value, the price is I think inevitable that it will rise in the future. We recently raised our prices once, but the decision was made after careful consideration. We believe it is important to provide services that are recognised as being of sufficient value, even if prices are increased. So um, I think that that's definitely, like, I personally feel like that's definitely kind of buttering the bread to make a make a nice big money sandwich with, uh, with the price increase in the future. Um, but, like, what do you guys think about this? Like, I, I, am I reading into it too much? Is everyone reading into it too much? Yeah, no, I, I think he's fairly um, transparent there in saying that eventually, like, the prices of everything go up. Like, you see Netflix put their prices up, Disney Plus put their prices up every other year, it seems. So, I mean, I think all services like this will fall in line eventually. So, um, yeah, look, I mean, as they continue to absorb companies as well and have bigger catalogs that offer more value to players, I think they're, I guess, they, they have some grounds to. Uh, you know, recoup some of the costs of that value that they're giving. So, um, look, if it's going to be an extra dollar or two uh, a month or something like that, that, that's fine by me. Like, I'm obviously in the ecosystem, uh, so it doesn't bother me at all. And if it means they're going to be able to, you know, try and um, secure a few few more of those big third-party sort of partnerships to uh, make the service even more enticing, then, look, I, I think it's still a good thing. It, it, it's As it is currently already, it's still great value to me. Like, I think it's it's still up there with the best value in entertainment almost. 
Yeah, I, I think it's definitely going to go up. Like Prime Video just announced that they're putting up their thing $3 or adding ad. Like everything's going up. Like we spoke about with PlayStation a few weeks ago. Um, and with that leak last week of these games costing $300 million or like $20 million a month, like we've all said that we don't think Game Pass is profitable with how much games cost to make. I, I feel like they can put it up and like a lot of people will stay subscribe but i feel like it's what we spoke about last week like it's clearly not at where they want or need it to be to be profitable um or justified doing so like and obviously the more you put it up like the more you do lose that person who might want to subscribe because it's ten dollars a month or play a few games a year um so it's a tough it's going to be a tough one for them um yeah until they really have like their game a month that i think they spoke about or game every two months or whatever that was like a year ago where they said that was their goal like it will be a tough one, I think. Um, but yeah, it's still great value. Like if you're playing three or four games throughout the year, like you're you're coming out in front. Then I feel like most people would. But yeah, again, it, it goes back to those people that they want to be reaching that are more casual gamers, like your Netflix type people that that aren't hardcore gamers. That I think you will be hurt the more you put it up. But I, I think it'll everything's going to keep going up. Like all of these services aren't profitable, and we know that. Um, whether it's like Uber or Spotify, whatever it is. Um, yeah, you have to have a lot of money to keep dipping into to, to make it work. Um, and I don't think truly we know how it's going to work out for a lot of these big companies because all of these businesses are so new and it is like a new way of consuming media. Um, so we'll have to wait and see, I think. It's interesting that he said it. I feel like, I don't, I don't know if I, yeah, I don't, you don't want to lie, but I feel like I wouldn't come out and say that. In words. <laughs> is, that, is that a weird thing to say? I don't know. Like, don't... I wouldn't say it. Like, I, maybe it is better to preempt it, but I just wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't throw it offhand. Like, I wouldn't make an offhand comment about it. Like, is it going up next month, or was it in your 10-year document? I do wonder if maybe Starfield <laughs> obviously happened and they've kind of got an idea of what a big release looks like in terms of subscriber counts and spikes or drops or whatever. And maybe they're like, mm, maybe we need to charge a bit more for this or something. Like maybe that is something that's also playing into it a little bit. Um, well, they had but... their $1 like ultimate thing. And I know people were stacking that and getting like insane amounts of um, like yeah. game pass ultimate. I think originally you could just have game pass and like pay the dollar and then get three years stacked or some ridiculous thing. It was so, like you bought live gold for cheap or something and converted yeah, it. Which, and then upgraded. Uh, it's like, going to be think hard. That was always, I feel like with people, so many people doing that, like that was always going to happen too. Like people were taking But then the like we, we sure. talk about like Call of Duty, like if Call of Duty is on it or they get like a Grand Theft Auto on it at launch, like it will just take mm. something like that to change it. But then you have to think like if they were to get GTA on it, like they would be spending billions and then again, you have to make that up with a price increase or more subscribers. So like it all, it all balances out. I'd love to, yeah. I feel like I'd, I wish we could see more of the insights we got last week because that's really fascinating to me um, as a business. But yeah, I, I feel like they're in it for the long haul and it's doing well. They just need more star fields, like those games that really take over the internet and conversations to get people on it. But without that, like Forza as much as Forza is good for sim races, like it's not going to move the dial that much. Like, I think and I feel like they need more Starfield. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's a great yeah. game and I'm sure it'll get nines and tens, but it's not going to, it's not a Spider-Man. And like, if Spider-Man was on Game Pass, like that'd expose a whole, who, whole new heap of people to that, for instance. That's a bad example. But you know what I mean? Something of that caliber would introduce it to more people again. 
I feel like we're off topic, but yeah, it will go up because it is it's it's good value for money. Like most months, I feel like this year and probably like last holiday it was a little bit down compared to where it had been. But yeah, I feel like for the most part, it has been really good value this year. I feel there hasn't been much until Starfield. Mm-hmm. But yeah, big Phil. The leaks weren't enough for him. He just wants to dish it out on a plate. Transparent as well, really. Um, anyway, moving on. Um, I've, I can't read all of a sudden. Uh, so there are, I don't really know. I, I don't know if you guys feel the same about this, but I think when, whenever a celebrity comes out and talks about a game they might be involved in, I always am a little bit like suspicious. So. Let me just talk about what we're talking about first of all. So, talking at a, a Comic-Con last week, Cameron is a Monaghan who plays Cal Kestis in Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order and Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Um, basically said to, to the audience during a panel that he was working on a third Jedi game. Um, I obviously... I'm not surprised, I guess. Like, I feel like Jedi Survivor has done really well financially and stuff, and they're slowly getting getting it sorted with all the performance issues and all that. Um, but do we think that this was how it was meant to be renounced, first of all? Like, do you, you reckon he's, like, he's going off script? Do you, yeah. So like, I, I don't, and it's like Ocala Comic Con. Like, I've never, like, that's, you know, it's not the event that the world was watching, to be honest. <laughs> you know? Like. I guess this is better than it, like, leaking, like the last one did. Like, it was rumoured, like, I feel like even the name and everything was out there for months, years. So, like... I don't know. I, at this, we're at this point where it's like we know that these things are happening. Um, so I don't hate it. Like it's better to come out of his mouth. I'm sure it wasn't planned, and EA isn't happy. But it's not as if he's leaked the title and or like put up a story of him playing or something. Like it, it doesn't. It gives them a marketing beat, and people know that it's coming earlier. So mm-hmm. I don't hate it. Um, it must be. Oh, I guess the the last one was only two or three years. So it, yeah. I'm I'm keen for it. I feel like they've really found that groove. I think it might be challenging to see where they take it next. So that'll be keen to I'll be keen to see that. But yeah, I think it's obviously doing well for them, and it's good to see Do Star Wars games st- doing well. Still be as good with um, Stig leaving Respawn. Big Stig he once abused me <laughs> at an EA play when I just got off the plane because I hadn't watched the trailer that dropped when I was wow. fifteen hours across the globe. So um, you still so is that that's is that relevant to the question though? Like, I don't know. I just wanted to name drop my stick. Shannon, 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 Shannon. Shannon. I, think, I think you're just highlighting. Yeah, yeah literally. Yeah, so, it's karma I fear. Oh whoa. He chose to leave. <laughs> um I feel like that IP is established. Like it's not it, it's there. Like we know what to expect from it. It'd be hard to stuff it up um at this point. Where, we don't know where he's going, do we? Because he was God of War originally, wasn't he? Am I just making shit up now? In my head, that makes sense. But now yeah, I'm not Santa sure Monica. as well. Like, he's, he's, he's okay. good. Like, to, yeah, to rescue that for EA, I feel, which he did. Um, yeah, he's obviously, a, it's, it's a big deal for the studio. But I feel like that game, I wouldn't be as worried about compared to what else they might have on the go. Like a lot of I games have been respawn. Yeah. He was overwhelmed, to, I feel. To be honest, I'm like kind of keen to see what somebody else can do with it in the director chair. Because I, I did like Survivor. I just didn't like it as much as the first one, personally. 
Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting. They can, I can see where they can go story wise with it for sure. Like I think there's some really cool places they can take that story and that character. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Maybe they can just pair it back a bit. I don't know. I I like the first. I like both of them, and they were quite different in how they approached mm-hmm. certain things. But yeah, the second one did a lot with the blaster and like heavy um, blades and and certain things. So I don't know. It'll be interesting. Hopefully, it is interesting. I hope so. Hopefully, he'll Me open too. his mouth at the next con and tell us more. Yeah, I'm sure he will. I like <laughs> Yemen Comic Con or something. I think Another. the issue for them, not an issue, but like there's obviously Ubisoft Star Wars game. There's um, Quantum Dreams Star Wars. Like we're getting more Star Wars games in the next few years, we would think, than we have in the past. So like there's going to be more saturation potentially. So they will have to up the game, I feel. Yeah. I just want smaller worlds. I know that's probably going to sound yeah. crazy, but like I just feel like the worlds were too big. And there just wasn't enough in them, personally. But I still felt was- like that that game in particular, and the first one was like this. Like if I went away for it, from it for a day or so, like you really had no fucking idea where you were or what you were doing. Like you could run <laughs> an hour in the wrong direction, and you had no idea. Like you'd just get lost. And I feel like the sequel didn't really help that. The map was better, but because the world was so much bigger, it was worse. Um, and that's probably more of a reflection of how I play games compared to others. But like. Yeah, I think I, a lot of people play games like that, though. To be fair, yeah, yeah. Um, so that that could could have been tighter. Maybe Stig was a fan of the map, and that'll change now. Just <laughs> a map, map enthusiast. Um, <laughs> yeah, I to come back to the original, I don't have a problem with it. I I don't know, like it's it's yeah, I don't have an issue when it's things like this, or we know there's a sequel coming. Like, why hide it when everything leaks? Like, that must be so annoying. And then again, this might be annoying to people at the studio working on it who did have a reveal plan. But, yeah, I think it's fine. Let him live. He's excited about mm. it. That's good, I think. That's good. Speaking of excited, um, it's this week's rapid-fire question is not exciting. Stig return. It's too- yeah, no, yeah, no. Nah. Um, obviously, this week they announced um, that the Pokemon Trading Card Game Classic set was available for pre-order, um, and the price point in Australia was eight hundred Australian dollars. Um, so, my question to you guys is: What gaming-related paraphernalia would you buy for eight hundred dollars or more? Uh, hmm. My Bioshock statue. Yeah, I, I would probably buy that for that. Uh, yeah, look, wow. I don't know. Uh, You've really put us on the spot here. <laughs> yeah, an Asus Rogelli. <laughs> is that is that paraphernalia to a degree? Not a Rog. I think it's a Rog. Nah, <laughs> rog. I'm going to yeah. call it a Rog. <laughs> Big Rog. Um, Big Roger Dodger. I feel like, for me... I would just pay $800 to kickstart Ape Escape 4 or Jack 4. Like, that's what I would do. Do you reckon that's that, all it would take? $800? That's all, yeah. That would get the team yeah, out of I fucking I would dangle obscurity. that in front of Sony in an email and they'd be on board for it, personally. Yeah, right. That's a tough well, one. That is... That's tough. $800 isn't a non-substantial amount of money. Yeah, yeah like, and it's it's not a heap of money, but, like, it's 
a good amount that you really would have to want. This. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not $100,000. Yeah. Like, you would pay $800 on a console, but, like... Would I pay $800 for... Like, the most I've paid for anything, like, gaming-related was, like, a Titanfall fucking collector's edition that was, like, $500 and had that big statue. It Was it a dumb purchase? Absolutely. Would I have bought it for $800? No. That 500 was probably the cap. So, How much was your typewriter, James? Is that what you were going to say? That was actually mine. Um, I I didn't, but I didn't buy that. I think there's this this. I've never bought that. I was going to, and people were going to put. Um, I think you had one and money then you sold in. it. No, I've never bought it. I I I've I got so close like four times. For anyone what who was the thing? Know, what was the thing you just, had that you sold and you regretted? I thought there was something you sold. So many things. There was something. Oh. You're right. It was a Resident no, Evil thing. No. I thought you sold. I think you might have oh, a chainsaw, chainsaw controller. The, the chainsaw the controller for the GameCube. I threw my yeah. house in the bin. Would you pay $100 <laughs> to get it back? Um, no, I wouldn't. That's fine. Um, yeah, so for just so everyone knows, that for in Japan, they did like a typewriter that was like the one from Resident Evil 2, like a Bluetooth keyboard that looked like a typewriter. Um, but it was like 800 to to $1,000, so I had to like be a little bit more responsible because I'd already bought the game twice at that point so but you'd buy it now but wouldn't you for 800 bucks absolutely like what are they going no no i know what i would buy because i've looked from time to time and it's the one thing i was salty that i really wanted it can i guess the yeah you can is it the playstation console that's like the anniversary one it was yeah, yeah. The, the ps1 one i really wanted that and have looked from time to time like there are like used ones but i feel like that kind of defeats the purpose you want it in the box um, yeah Something like i have that. the other one still sealed the five hundred oh. million. Yeah, wow. Well, that's, 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 a, that's a compelling question. The pro. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Wow. Interesting. Very, Very interesting. interesting. So I would love the other one if you all want to band together and buy it for me. I will. Yeah. No. That's enough. Fix. Stop it now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Stick and chip in. We'll put the link uh, for the GoFundMe in the in the comments. Please. From what I understand, if listening, doesn't like you. So think back to all the PS5s all. that I got for people in the day and band together and buy me my anniversary PS4, please. This is really sad. This is like that time someone asked for a job on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> James, that? can you direct your fan, your new fan that is loving yes, you my, sick to my fan club? I'm gonna set up, for me, I'll set up a Patreon. <laughs> For my fan club. Yeah. I love that this rapid fire question has lasted longer yeah, than every other segment. Long, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just how we are. You know, it just is. three friends catching yep. up over Loose. coffee. I don't have a coffee, but, you know, already just. There's been no dropouts yet, so we're already winning, I feel. Exactly. See, we're all. We're, there's no dropouts because we're the dropouts. That's the, that's the, the take home message. <clears throat> wow. Yeah, thank you. Um, speaking of dropouts, what the wiki? Let's move on. Um, what the wiki is? Press start podcast game show where the weekly. Oh my god, the previous week's winner reads part of a Wikipedia page. Usually that comes with an asterisk this week um, for an unknown game, and the contestants must guess the game. A point is awarded for each correct guess, and the round ends after one person scores two points. Um, in a campaign to continue to sabotage my success this week, Kieran is not here, and he won last week. So I am doing the honours, um, even though I'm tired with Brody, but that's okay. 
I'm the Give big the man. Give the what they want. Yeah, the fans. They want a Brody Shannon showdown. I feel like Brody's gonna wipe the floor with me. No, I'm I'm pretty tired myself, so I'm almost expecting Shannon to uh, clean sweep this, and then we're gonna have a four way tie at the top. (laughs) It's gonna be like a battle royale. Let's let's just quickly recap before you both get started. (laughs) Yeah. Um, On twenty four points is me, and twenty four point. Oh wait, okay. On twenty four points is me, Brody, (laughs) and Kieran. (laughs) (laughs) On twenty one points is Ewan, tied with Shannon. So really, Shannon's fighting a invisible battle this week too. Um, And then on one point is Harry (laughs) and James W. I just need a clean sweep, and I'll be yeah, I will be even right up there. I don't think we should do do clean sweeps. It's not fair on me. Okay. No. Okay. That's... Well, I will just let everybody know this is actually being done live because I didn't know I was doing this, and of course I'm How dynamic. Doing, such, doing such a diligent job that, of hosting. I'm not. I wasn't able to put... This is going to be like <laughs> a Shannon round. Off the um, cuff. No. No. Okay. That's enough now. No more of these accusations. Are we ready? That's all right. Shannon's no. going to smash me because my internet is absolutely abysmal. Please go ahead. Okay, Brady. I'll just kick Brady. Enough is enough. If your internet was abysmal, mate, you wouldn't be tried the first. So shut up. <laughs> but keep Being talking. Told. Like I want you to win. Well, I want both of you to win. Anyway, okay, let's go. The game includes elements such as ray tracing in real time, tire wear, dynamic. Oh shit! Yeah, Shannon. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. No, mate, Phantom sorry. Liberty. Brody. No, give it up. Best Brody. Is it Forza Motorsport? It is Forza Motorsport. Oh my Congratulations, God, boring. Brody. Like, Borzo. He <laughs> said tire wear, Shannon. Borzo. They had his tires in Cyberpunk. Uh, yes. Yeah, good <laughs> yeah, one. You're right. <laughs> yeah, you so are. Yeah, he has a point, a point for that. Point. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> My guess was more <laughs> Now, for the bonus point, adventures. name 10 games that have tires. <laughs> four um, to okay. one, two, so, three, four, five, yeah, six, seven, yeah. eight, nine, ten. Yeah, literally. Horizon one, two, three. Um, let's go. In the game, players control a deep sea diver who was talked into managing Shannon. a sushi. Oh, shit. Shannon. Dave the diver. Well done. Mm-hmm. It is well done, Shanny. I thought you'd both. I, thought, I didn't know where that one would go, to be honest. Have you picked up the theme yet? No. no. Uh, mm, interesting. Maybe. Very interesting. The game is a first-person... The game has a first-person perspective, but also has an option for a third-person perspective. Perspective. Can't speak. <laughs> Can I shock? <laughs> it is set in a snowy, explorable village described as pulled straight from the Victorian era and is larger and much more immersive than its predecessor. Compared to the last game, the game is more action-focused, with the protagonist now equipped with more combat skills due to his military training. The game's primary enemies are not only agile and intelligent, but can wield weapons and attack in packs, forcing the player to rethink their Shannon. strategy. Yes, Shannon. It's not, but Alan Wake too. It's not Alan Wake 2, sorry. It's not set in a European village. Yeah, I didn't. Brody. Uh, yeah, Brody. Is it Resident Evil 8 Village? It is. Congratulations, Brody. 
It's coming out on uh, Mac this month. I, f- I feel like your Not thing Mac, the is a very big hint. <laughs> yeah, iPhone. <laughs> An Sorry. iPad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just because the shot. Should we just do the last one just just for fun? I'm um, I'm game. Let's do it. Let's see. Let's see what could have been. So that's a real sliding doors moment for you, Shannon. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the game is an action adventure single player game played in the first, the first person, the third person. Shannon, first Jesus. Person. Yes, Shannon. Alan Wake Two. It's not Alan Wake Two. <laughs> <laughs> the game features two main characters who become individually playable in accordance with the story as they traverse an open world city and fight enemies. Brody. Players can acquire new ability. Yes, Brody. Is Spider Man Two? It is Spider-Man 2. What are you doing, Shannon? It could have been okay. Alan Wake 2 by that description to that bit as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You just it's, chose. It's first person. I reckon. I didn't choose anything, I was anything, still confused mate. whether that was meant to be Any... first person or third person, to be fair. Yeah. That wasn't the clearest yeah. round. Okay. Well, that's okay. We, look, that was a bonus round. No points. So any mistakes, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's all for fun. It is. Well, well done. Sorry. Well done, James. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, thank thanks you. for coming. I was waiting for that. Yeah. <laughs> so, congratulations, Brody. You are the winner this round. I will now update the scoreboard live to make sure Shannon gets his point. His well deserved. To lead him. Thank you. Yeah. I still feel like Cyberpunk should have been the first one. What? Well, well, you don't get to. It's not based on the vibe of the game. It's the actual <laughs> game. It <laughs> like, is. I'm feeling cyberpunk. Like, yeah, exactly. Wow. Okay. What a, so with what that, an impression. Bro- exactly. <laughs> yeah, that that won't go unnoticed by the people. I feel <laughs> that's that's that, that might be slander. <laughs> okay. Well, with that, no, Brody I ran is... it off as not. Oh my god! Stop it! We can you both have the last word already, so we can move on. <laughs> Anything else? No. <laughs> no. Wrap it up. Chief. Okay, so I'm trying to. It's meant to be a tight burrito. <laughs> nah, wrapped up. Now it's like a loose, sloppy <laughs> yeah. burrito. I feel like it was. <laughs> think of the opposite, and that's what we got. <laughs> what? <laughs> you need sleep. Yeah. You need rest and vitamins, and I reckon. And some water. Yeah, have a sip. <laughs> At least you can't speak while you're sipping. <laughs> okay, so. With that round, Brody is now in the lead. Still unfair, but it's fine. He's on 26 points. I'm on 24, along with Kieran. And Shannon is on 22, overtaking Ewan, who is now only on 21. Suck shit, Ewan. Um, and then on one point <laughs> is Harry and James W. <laughs> so with that, let us bring an end to this week's episode of the Press Start Podcast. Subscribe to us on Listener, the podcast, or the podcast service of your choice, and follow us on Press Start AU and visit the site at pressstart.com.au. We've been joined today by Shannon. Yeah, you can follow me at Shannon Grixty. Lots of iPhone videos going up. If you're into that Apple Watch, iOS 17, go give them a whirl. Anyway, and then we're also joined by Brady. Uh, thank you. You can, you can follow me on most things at Brody underscore DG. <laughs> And I'm your host, James, and you can follow me on Twitter or X at, at James, A-T-J-M-Z. Thanks again for tuning in, and until next time, happy gaming.
Bye. Thank you. Goodbye. Oh. Have a wonderful time. Shannon Grixie. Shannon Grixie out. On TikTok. <laughs>